All information contained in this podcast is general in nature and does not consider your individual circumstances. You should consider the appropriateness of this information with regards to your individual objectives, financial situation and needs. Welcome to Sharing More Than The Sheets, a podcast to help you and your partner make better financial and lifestyle decisions so that you can both focus on the things that you love. I'm your host, Michael Curry, financial planner, green thumb, husband, and just dad. No one's perfect. Nothing's perfect. There is never a perfect solution. There is never a perfect decision. It's about effort, not being perfect. We all know these things. We all hear these things. And we regularly talk to other people about it because in many discussions that I have as an advisor, we talk about the fact that there isn't a perfect solution. No one's perfect. We all make mistakes. We're human, right? But why are so many people trying to still be perfect? Why are they trying to find the perfect solution? As an advisor, I talk to people about money. And today I'm going to be focusing on money, but I'm also going to be focusing on people's lives because there are so many times I meet a person and I talk to a person and there's many people that I know who are always trying to be perfect. They're trying to make the perfect decision. They're trying to align things in the perfect way. And there are so many issues with that. Now, personally, trying to be perfect can decrease productivity. One consequence, believe it or not, is is procrastination, is just trying to be a perfectionist, trying to do things in a perfect way, but essentially, it just creates this level of stress. And as a perfectionist, some people are all or nothing types of people, where essentially, they either do it perfect or they don't do it at all. And the issue with that is that it can essentially lead to them putting off projects, leaving things, ignoring certain issues, and just not getting things done. The other thing as well is feeling a sense of anxiety and depression. Um, It's very, very normal for somebody that's a perfectionist to also have a very high level of anxiety when it comes to making decisions. And this can essentially have a bit of a, um, it it could do two things. The the trying to be perfect can cause the anxiety and then having the anxiety can make the need to be perfect even greater. And it just tends to have a a multiplying effect. Um, I'm not a psychologist, but it's just, what I observe talking to people. And it's very important to be aware of this because sometimes we don't realize that our our urge to try to do something is creating another issue, which is then is multiplying the first issue that we're trying to, to combat. And this also can lead to physical health issues. Being perfect and tr- trying to trying to do things in a certain way and having an effect on our mental health it can lead to issues with ourselves, whether it's diet or, um, you know, our focus on trying to stay physically healthy. This can also lead to strained relationship issues um, and just not being present um, in general, um, just being around other people because your mind's on other things. Your mind is on trying to trying to be perfect and trying to think of the best solution for a problem that you may have or, or something that you're trying to achieve. Now, the reason I wanted to talk about this is I see this a lot. And if if we, and all of us are, in a way, all of us are victims of this, whether you're somebody that's, you know, a massive perfectionist or somebody that just, you know, is some, you know, every now and then you'll approach a task and you just don't know how to do it. We're all victims of it in some way or, or to some degree, but it's really important to be aware of it because, you know, talking about it now just from a financially 
point of view. When someone's a perfectionist, they also get financially paralyzed. They they don't make decisions. And I regularly meet people for the first time who almost know what to do. They almost know where to look. They almost know who to talk to. They've known for years and they, they tell me they've, they've known for years, but they've done nothing because they just didn't know where to begin. Now, yes, having an advisor helps a lot um, because you have someone there that can help at least validate your decision making and can help you put together a strategy. But it's it's also important to be aware of these things and just to realize that something I've talked about this in previous episodes, you know, th- there's a risk of doing nothing. There's a risk of making no decisions. Um, I call it opportunity cost. Well, not just me, but a lot of people call it opportunity cost. You can call it whatever you want, but there's a risk of doing nothing and there's a risk of being financially paralyzed just because you don't know what to do because you're trying to be perfect. Trying to be perfect can be trying to eliminate risk, which you can't do. No matter what you do, there's always going to be risk. Um, it, it also could be trying to to eliminate the risk of regret, which you can't really do because no one has a crystal ball. So the solution to this is if, if you have advice and you have someone that can help you work through the pros and cons, or if you can work through the pros and cons, essentially it's, a, it's about just finding out of all the best options, which one's the least worst out of all of them and which one's the one that's going to be least likely to have, you know, to, to cause you issues, which one is the, the, the solution which is least likely to cause regret which of these solutions aligns with your goals, which of these solutions aligns with your comfort levels and to, to go from there and to make your decision. If you think about it, most of probably the best decisions you've ever made in your life, if you just think about that for a second, think about the best decisions you made, the decisions that you look back and think, you know what, that was the best decision I ever did. Did they involve risk? They probably did. It could be starting a business. It could be jumping ship to a different job. It could be getting married. It could be having children. It could be um, competing in a race. There was There's risk associated with all. These are probably some of the riskiest things you could have done. Taking on a mortgage for the first time, investing in something. If you think about all the things that you're proud of, all the things in your life that you've done, which you are extremely proud of, that you'd look back now and think, yes, that has shaped my career, that has shaped my life. They all involved a level of risk and probably a very high level of risk. Even going to uni. You take on a debt for ten, twenty, fifty thousand dollars, hundred thousand dollars. You spend three or four of your years, five of your years, if not more, studying. That's a risk, and it's probably contributed to where you are today. Have you made decisions? Have have you have you done things that you probably regret? Yes, I can guarantee you probably have. But there's something I learned, and I learned this when I was a teenager. I, I read it somewhere, and it said that you learn more more from your mistakes than you do by doing the right thing. And as soon as you have that type of mentality, suddenly you're not looking for the perfect solution. You're looking for the solution that fits within your goals that you've evaluated among all the other solutions that you feel comfortable going for. And again, that could be investing. It could be making financial decisions. It could be what school to send your kids to. It could be where to invest your funds, how to set up your super, um, how to structure your, your money, when to buy a house. It could be any of these things. There's also another type of perfectionist. Another type of those that are trying to impress others, those that are trying to be perfect financially. And that can also, that could sometimes lead to some issues like having really high levels of debt where you're trying to get the perfect house or the perfect car or the perfect whatever. And you're just trying to impress everyone around you. And, the, the, and, and there's, a, there's a quote that I heard years ago. 
what does it say? It's something along the lines of we spend money on, th- we spend money that we don't have to buy things to impress others that we don't like, something like that. And a lot of people do that. They, they spend a lot of money trying to look perfect, just trying to, you know, trying to try to trying to fit that social media, that, that Instagram um, look, you know, and, and that causes increased levels of debt. And that can have serious issues on them financially, where they're, they're spending all this money on things that they probably don't need, which is avoiding them from buying things that they actually need, which could be a house or a second property or investing into shares or, or whatever. This can also lead to decreased savings, not having enough savings, not being able to save again, because you're trying to, to look perfect, trying to be perfect. So let's talk about how we can manage this because you'll never be able to change who you are. And if you're the type of person that likes to think things through, likes to analyze options, likes to make the right decision, that is okay. But it's really important to understand what to do moving forward to manage that. And, you know, some would say, think with your brain, not with your heart. The, the other way is just to essentially do, do what I said, to, to, to weigh up options and to think of things from a strategic perspective. Um, take the fear out of it. Talk to another person. It really helps to ask for support, to have other people look you know, from the outside, whether it's a financial advisor, a coach, your partner, but just get someone's opinion. Hey, look, I'm looking at this. What do you think? Um, you know, as an example, somebody could be looking for a car and they could spend years and years looking for a car and not buy a car because they've considered different brands, different types. Maybe they want to go electric vehicle. Maybe they want to do, you know, they, they, there's so many different options these days when buying cars, but having someone look at the things from an outsider's perspective, just to say, listen, what are you trying to achieve? What do you want this car to do for you? And, and, and just essentially have someone sort of point out a few things that you should probably consider that you haven't considered. And the other thing is just to think, okay, if I make this decision, what's the worst that's going to happen? You know, is it going to be, um, you know, worst case, are you going to at least be in a job that's paying you the same thing that you're paying now, um, that's paying you now? Um, Worst case, are you at least going to at least, you know, have a car, may not be the perfect car, but at least you'll have something that can get you from A to B. So, it's, it's just thinking what's the worst thing that could happen and just accepting that worst case scenario as well, as long as you're comfortable with it. Part of talking to others is also accepting criticism, accepting the fact that you're probably going to be wrong or that you probably, you know, are looking at things the wrong way because as soon as you're open to that criticism and you're ready to welcome it, you're going to be more likely to, to, to be open to other options and ideas apart from what you think is the best thing to do and what you think is perfect. The last one is to focus on the positive, to, to focus on the big picture and to focus instead of thinking, look, what if things go wrong? What if things go wrong? Just thinking, okay, what if things go right? You know, if this actually works, this is what the outcome is going to do. And I'm not saying you should be irresponsible. I'm not saying you shouldn't consider consequences because that's very important, but you should also focus on the positive, not just the negative. As soon as that happens, it makes it so much easier to evaluate options. It makes it so much easier to to essentially work out, okay, this is my goal. This is what I'm doing to get there. Worst case, this is what's going to happen. But of all the options I've considered, this is the best one. Let's just do it. So it's making, it's taking action. It's making decisions. And and you'll find as soon as you do this, and as soon as you start scoring some goals, shooting some hoops, you'll actually find that your confidence will improve in yourself. And you'll become more confident in your own decision-making. And you'll just realize 
that the solution to growth and the solution to success is not being perfect, but it's evaluating things, having a thought out process and just making decisions instead of sitting on the sideline. Thanks for joining us on Sharing More Than The Sheets. Please make sure you subscribe to be updated with future episode releases and feel free to share this episode with any friends or family that you think it might benefit. Please visit us at sharingmorethanthesheets.com.au to submit questions or requests for future podcast topics. These podcasts have been brought to you by Better Financial Planning Australia. To book a 15-minute phone chat, visit betterfinancialplanning.com.au.